Good morning, listeners all around the world. Good morning. Hope you're listening to the podcast first thing as you start your day. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. And I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm best in the morning. Because that way we can say our prayers, get our day started, and then just one at a time start counting the blessings as they come in. I had so many blessings yesterday. Honest to God, listeners, I went to bed exhausted, exhausted from blessings. Amen. I'd like to dedicate today's podcast uh, to a gentleman named Richard. Um, He's handling business with me. And it was just the manner in which he handled business. Now, I had gotten direction and advice on, you know, be this way, be that way, no nonsense, you know, we've got the prize. But it really is about how someone approaches us. And then we respond to that. So I want to do a flip side and just consider, listeners, how we respond to others actually should dictate how they respond to us. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Dear God, (laughs) you know us, and we are so grateful that we don't have to beg, we don't have to plead, we don't have to wonder, we don't have to doubt, We just know that everything you said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin and surrender their life to your lordship, to your way, and to your will, well, everything will change for all eternity in their lives. I'm raising my hand. I'm raising my hand. And God, we are so grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you, Lord, for your tender care today and tomorrow. We know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. And Father, how grateful we are that you are so patient with us and you love us. You see us in our weak moments and in our frailties. You pick us up when we falter. You are so full of forgiveness. Thank you. 
so full of love. Thank you. So full of goodness. Thank you. You are just the best of everything. I pray that the Holy Spirit will sink this message today deeply into the heart of every person who hears it and that we will respond in wisdom. Understand the obedience that is required of us as we walk in that obedience, listeners. And we pray that we find the awesome, thrilling joy of knowing our living God. That's all we need. In Jesus' name, amen. Be right back, listeners. We're going to read from the Charles F. Stanley Bible Principles. In life principle number 11 in the Bible, God assumes full responsibility for our needs when we obey him. In other words, God is committed to meeting all of your needs and all he requires is that we obey him as part of our trusting him. Listeners, Do you really believe that God is able and eager to meet all your needs? When difficult times come, we often wonder where God is. When problems arise, when sorrow strikes, we ask, how can we trust him? But the Lord is not only capable of meeting all our needs, he also is able to satisfy the deepest desires of our heart. Some question this reasoning and they say, I know God is capable of meeting my needs, but will he? He knows that I'm struggling. Listeners, oh yes. The Lord knows the battle and everything that is ensuing around your life. And while questions like these are asked by each one of us at some point, we need to learn a deeper principle, and that is how to focus on our faith when we are under trial. God is committed to meeting our needs, but first, He wants to know that we are committed to living our lives for him. Jesus told his disciples not to worry. He admonished them to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Well, this is a promise, a commitment, a pledge of action that we can claim. God knows we have emotional and material needs, which are food and shelter and a sense of belonging, clothing, 
But Jesus was telling his followers that the focus of their lives should not be set on material products or feel-good experiences. Instead, they were to set their hearts on God and his kingdom and then every need, I'm raising my hand, and every desire, I'm raising my hand, they had would be met. The value of any commitment is based on two things. Number one, the ability of the promise maker to fulfill the promise. And number two, the integrity of the promise maker, whether he has the character to follow through on the promise. Well, God certainly qualifies on both accounts. He has all the wisdom, all the power and ability necessary to fulfill his promises to us. And he also has proven integrity. He always keeps his promises. He is utterly faithful to his word. He is holy and immutable. He is unchanging. His commandments, his statutes, and his promises have not changed, listeners. They reflect our unchanging God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that's from Hebrews 13, verse 8. So, when you have an unmet need, the first thing you need to do is pray and tell the Lord what you are facing. Prayer is an act of faith. In fact, the number one act of faith. It declares your trust in God and your trust in his ability. And many times he's going to allow a need to come so that he can teach you to trust him in a greater way. Oh, wow. No problem is too complicated or too difficult for him to handle. Not one thing. The real question that we must answer is, how are you responding in the midst of your circumstance or situation? Are you trusting him? Or are you frantically looking for a way out of the difficulty without discovering what he wants you to learn? Pay attention, listeners. Jesus pledged that God would meet your needs when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And this means that he is obligated to meet your needs when you faithfully obey and trust him. Let me repeat that. It means he is obligated to meet your needs when you faithfully obey and trust him. Sorry, listeners, God is really meeting my needs right now. And I am just blown away. And I'm not sorry. <laughs> God is meeting my needs and it is just amazing. When you are walking in step with him, he assumes full responsibility 
for the answer to your needs, to your problems, to your challenges, to your circumstances of life. But there is a catch. He does this according to his will, according to his purpose, according to his plan. And oh boy, here we go, listeners. Most importantly, importing, important or according, I don't know where I got the word important, according to his timing. So let me do it again. He does this according to his will, according to his purpose, according to his plan, and according to his timing. And meeting needs does not necessarily mean meeting every desire that we have. He may choose to answer our prayers quickly or he may wait for a season. Regardless, when the answer comes, it will be perfect and it will encourage us. One of God's greatest desires is for us to learn to trust his wisdom and timing. You cannot have a preconceived idea about how he's going to act to meet your needs or whom you may use to meet them or whom he may use for you to meet them. Many people have said, well, if this man could just do such and such or that woman would agree to do such and such, then my need would be met. Or they have said, well, I did such and such, and therefore God must do this and that. Those who make statements like these may not be trusting the Lord. Rather, they are demanding that he exert his power on behalf of their wishes and their commands. And any time, listeners, that we expect God to move a certain way, We have missed the deeper lesson that he wants us to learn. Faith requires complete trust in him, even when we do not understand why he has allowed circumstances to unfold in a certain way. I repeat, faith requires complete trust in him. So think of all the people in the Bible who trusted the Lord and gained a wondrous victory, namely Moses, David, Esther, Jeremiah, Elijah, all of the disciples, Mary, and many, many more. We should never obey him merely to manipulate our situation. God knows our hearts, and when we surrender to him, he sees our devotion, and he goes to work on our behalf. Praise him. Thank you, Jesus. God calls us to trust him and him alone to meet our needs and to be our total source of supply. This is beautiful. Furthermore, the Lord requires that we obey him as part of our trusting him. 
and therefore tell him, Lord, I trust you completely to meet my needs in your timing and according to your methods. Repeat after me, listeners. Lord, I trust you to completely meet my needs in your timing and according to your methods. I want to lay down my selfish hopes, dreams, and desires. So mold these so that they represent your will for my life. And I will continue to obey you, I promise, by the power of your spirit, believing that as I do, you will take care of me. You can count on God's love, wisdom, power, and grace, listeners. He has never failed you. He is the God who cares and he will provide. He will provide. He will provide what you need at just the right time. I love the Lord. And when he does, it will be abundantly, I repeat, abundantly beyond all you imagined. Amen. Alleluia. Don't move. Be right back. Hi, listeners. Let's knock this out quickly. So there is a message in God's purpose for your life that is talking about the hindrance of harbored sin. Romans 6, 6 says, Our old self was crucified with him in order that our body of sin might be done away with. So you have to realize that harbored sin is one of the greatest hindrances of hearing the voice of God. Don't just dismiss that as something you know. Take it seriously. Habitual sin clouds your mind dulling you from hearing what God has to say to you. And of course, we all sin and fight battles with temptation. However, there comes a point when we pass from committing to sin, committing a sin, to harboring it, embracing it as part of who we are and what we're entitled to. This happens as God addresses something in our lives and we ignore him. He tells us, this is hurting you, but I want to set you free and truly meet that need in your life. Let go of this destructive habit. And listeners, you know exactly what that is. because it's whatever sin immediately comes to mind. And you've become so enslaved to it that you refuse to let it go. Let it go. That harbored sin is clouding your vision. It's dividing your mind. And it's distracting you from the abundant life that your father desires for you. This is for you, Carlos. God has something better for you. 
So let go of that sin. Get the accountability and help that will usher you into freedom and trust God to fill your needs in a more profoundly satisfying way than you've ever imagined. Pray with me. Jesus, I repent. Please help me be free. Please help me be free. Amen. Thank you, listeners. Had to get that message to you. Back in a moment. Speak to my heart, Lord, from he whispers your name. The only way you can live with your soul at rest is to surrender your will to mine. You've got to let go of all your expectations other than the expectation that I will embrace you continually. Without your submission to my will for your life, you will miss out on my best for you. You must do all that I command, obeying me even when you don't understand and trusting without fully comprehending. I know at times it may seem that all I've purposed you to do is too difficult, but you are never meant to do what I've asked you to do in your own strength. If you'll surrender to me, I will strengthen you to accomplish my purposes. There will be times when you will find yourself exhausted from the faith walk and you'll need to enter into my rest. If I took time to rest from my work, so should you. Yeah, that time of rest will refresh your soul so that you can continue the journey I have set before you. Don't ever hesitate to give me your all. Don't question my ways and don't allow others to question what I've called you to do either. Do what you are able to do and allow me to do the rest in and through you and expect my supernatural power to accomplish the impossible. I'm holding you and everything else together. There is nothing to fear. Rest in me. Sayeth the Lord, listeners. Sayeth the Lord. Amen. Colossians chapter 1, verse 17. He is there He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. I love it. All things hold together. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Gaze up towards the heavens. Clasp your hands together and pray with me. 
we need emotional healing. Father, today I need healing for my emotional wounds. I've tried to remove this pain in every way I can, reading your word, seeking prayers from others, and trusting you would honor their prayers for me. But I realize I need a touch that can only come from a close connection and honesty with you. Lord, my prayer is for you to remove the pain in my life that is caused by rumors and false friendships. I need the reassurance and the comfort that I now know can only be found in you. And I ask you to please lead me to people who are sincere and honest, those who know you, those who love you, and those who put your word into practice. I need you to search my soul and wipe the tears hidden in my heart and the ones which flow from my eyes. Strengthen me in your word. Lead me every day and teach me to follow you. Show me your way, Lord. Open my heart to receive who you desire me to be. Help me to follow the plan that you have for my life and make me a vessel of love. Father, I thank you for this experience, which allows me to see the beauty and the joy that evolved from an emotionally broken spirit. I realize you are the source of my life. I realize you are my strength. I realize you are my comforter, my peace, my father, my Lord. And most importantly, I realize that you are all I need. Thank you, Lord. I trust my prayer is answered without condemnation. And because of you, I believe I will be emotionally whole again. Amen. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me, listeners. Come back tomorrow and the day after and the day after because this is a daily podcast and we will be here for sure. We just got these blessings started for today. Hallelujah. Praise him. <laughs> Praise him. And may they rain down on you. Rain down. Bye for now.